Hello and welcome to the Soccer Speakeasy. Today is uh, Wednesday, the 23rd of June, 2021. We're just a few days removed from the last game in the historic Crew Stadium. I think we can just call it Crew Stadium now, right? Can we just call it Crew Stadium, Kyle? No, always historic. All right. Well, historic Crew Stadium it is then, according to Kyle. Uh, Jacob, do you have anything to say on that? I've been calling it Crew Stadium, lowercase h for historic. Or how about Upper Stadium? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, Upper upper Crew Stadium and Lower Crew Stadium, if you're going (laughs) geographically. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's like the Sanduskies. Um, Anyway, I'm Mike Arace. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, With me is uh, Kyle Robertson and, of course, our fine crew beat writer, Jacob Myers. Uh, Let's get right to it. Big game tonight in the middle of what is a... um, a really interesting and kind of a heavy schedule, Jacob. But, it, you know, coming off uh, a dose zero victory in the last game at Crew Stadium over traditional rival Chicago Fire, um, the crew on short rest um, is in Philadelphia, um, technically Chester, Pennsylvania, at, at the name of it in a stadium with, uh, I think, another new name. I, it's difficult to keep track. What is the name of that stadium in Chester under the under the highway overpass there? It's Subaru Park now. It was Talon Energy Stadium, I believe, but it's Subaru Park. All right, Subaru Park, it's, it's a solid name. It has a continuously variable transmission. Tonight, the crew there, Philadelphia, of course, the defending, the defending supporter shield uh, holders. They have the shield there in Chester, and of course, the crew, the defending MLS Cup champions. Jacob, quick preview, beginning with uh, the crews won three in a row, and they look to be in pretty good form. How are they physically? How, what's their health like? So Bradley Wright Phillips and Artur are still out for this game. It sounds like Milton Valenzuela could be back, if not for this game, maybe the game in Austin on the weekend. Perry Kitchen is still coming back from an injury. So they're they're a bit banged up still, but you know, Kevin Molino is now off the injury report. He played last game, so that should certainly give them a boost. But they do have one additional day of rest than Philadelphia does because Philadelphia played on a Sunday in Atlanta. But both teams are in good form. Philly is uh, six games unbeaten and a rematch of the first game of the regular season. So you know, fans are definitely going to care more about the Austin game just for all the reasons we don't need to say. But in, in terms of this, the season for the crew itself, this this could be a big six point swing. OK, I, I didn't mean to get into Austin right away, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Kyle, I mean, we're, let's talk about the last game at uh, at the uh, crew stadium there. It was um, now you're you're a young man, Jacob. Are you 24, 25 years old now? 25 it is. Yeah. So, so you're about as old as the stadium. Yeah, uh, as old as the organization. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's that's true. So, um, and, and you've been to the stadium. How how old were you when you first set foot in the place? Oh man, I I mean, I would say 2000 or 2001, probably around there. I remember okay. going to some playoff game. I want to say against like the earthquakes in 2001 or something. Uh, fans will probably fact check me, but it was early. So you were just just a lad. Kyle, when was the first time you set foot in that stadium? Our family was season ticket holders from the start. So uh, I spent a lot of time there as a fan before, you know, snapping some photos recently. So and by recently, you mean the last dozen years? Yeah. Well, you know, 
and and Kyle, uh, you've you've been around the block to any number of sporting events from from major bowl games to that uh, MLS Cup. Uh, I've seen a couple three things in my thirty eight years um, in the business, and that that really was uh, Kyle. It's too bad you missed it. So you're pretty much worthless for this conversation. But it's it's too bad you missed it because that really was one of the more emotionally charged sporting events I've I've ever been to. The only thing I could compare it to is is the last Hartford Whalers game I covered in, in the Civic Center in 1997. Um, uh, it was, uh, th- this is a very rare thing. It was, it was, it was a, uh, there's a sensory overload. I mean, it was so heavy that game and it was uh, the atmosphere of that game. Um, the sing-along Jacob at the end, I'm sure uh, it was difficult yeah. uh, for you as, as much of a, a pro as you, as you are, maybe to, to work with uh, like uh, the team there down on the field, uh, singing, um, singing, with with the Nordec there, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was uh, it was just sort of make the hair on your arms stand up. Uh, it was uh, it was something. It was extraordinary, and, and and even the small clips you see on social media, like wise men say, um, it, it's. Uh, that was something. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad I was there. I'm glad I saw it. And Kyle was at a uh, yeah. Kyle was at a, a bachelor party in in like you know <laughs> Raleigh or something like that, the home of the where they steal teams. Uh, Jacob, what what were your impressions? Just a few words before we move on and get to the nitty gritty of the schedule. Yeah, I certainly took in the final moments there. I too, I, I actually watched it the next morning on the broadcast and. I, I'm not trying to be colorful here, but I definitely got chills watching that. I mean, just seeing the all the families of the players and, and staff on the field celebrating with the Nordec and our tour and Bradley Wright Phillips were in the Nordec with the fans during this moment. And then the fans cheering on Pedro Santos's son as he dribbled a ball into the net. Like all of those things are why I just love sports so much. So I will never forget that night. Okay. All right, let's move on. Philly, Philly, big game. Jacob, you alluded to the uh, upcoming stretch here. Um, and, you know, they the Crews won three in a row um, and they head to Philly, uh, a big match tonight. And then they're at Austin on Sunday. Um, of course, that's the opening of what they're calling the Q2 stadium down there. No, in the they, Texas they just opened it this past weekend. Right, right. Uh, they had a, a, a women's uh, – a U.S. Uh, U.S. women's team friendly, followed by the the opening on, and that also was a Saturday night. Was the first game played at the Q2 Stadium in MLS, um, and then you know, both you guys jump in um, whenever you want. But like they go from Philly, they go from Austin, which is an instant blood feud, um, and uh, we'll we'll probably have higher television ratings in Columbus than than it does in Austin, uh, and then and then after that they're back. The following Saturday, and they open their their new stadium, the Lower Dot Com Field in the Arena District, with a game against the New England Revolution, um, who of course were the opponent in the first game at Crew Stadium, um, the first Dosa Cero ever played uh, there, um, and and uh, so and then right after that they go to they go to Cincinnati for, uh, for a game against uh, this their their interstate rival. The intrastate rival, I should say, Cincinnati at the, what they're calling the TQL Stadium. So, I mean, Philly, Supporters Shield, Austin, Anthony Precourt, um, 
is a waste of oxygen at, at Q2 Stadium. And then uh, New England home to open the new stadium here and what will be full of fanfare. That Austin games on FS1, the New England games on ESPN, and then they're at Cincinnati um, uh, the you know Saturday after July 3rd when they open their own stadium at, at Cincinnati. It's, cr- it's a crazy stretch of games here, Jacob. Yeah, it is. And I think that Cincy game's on a Friday, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. the ninth. But yeah, I mean, they get our, our fans lucky enough to, I'm sure there are going to be some who go to all those. We'll see all three new stadiums all in a row. Uh, I, this first game just feels important against Philly to kind of get off to a good stretch. With these two games before the new stadium opens, I think you at least want to see two points out of it at one win and a loss, I think would, would be solid uh, for crew fans as long as that win is against Austin. But yeah, it feels like an important stretch. You're getting Kevin Molino in the lineup, which should theoretically bolster the attack a bit. It'll be a stretch of weeks here that should be remembered for a long time by loyal fans of, of this club. Or, or even the disloyal ones. Kyle, any comments um, yeah. on, the, on the form that the club is in right now? Yeah, I think it's a, uh, you know, after the, you know, the two to three week break, you know, they came out, played really solid. But I mean, I think this four game stretch is you're going to really, you're going to judge yourself, obviously playing Philly, the the supporter shields and New England's at the top of the table. But you also got two teams that you can, you know, you you want to get wins on and, you know, to help pad the stats and kind of get the points up there. So I think it's a great uh, four game stretch where they can really kind of judge themselves and, and and see where they, you know, where they kind of stand. Okay. Any other injury information you want to relay, uh, Jacob? No, I think I, I covered it. I don't know how long our tour Bradley or Phillips will be out. Our tour has been dealing with this injury for a while, but it sounds like they'll at least get Perry Kitchen, Milton Valenzuela back soon, which will add some depth. And, you know, Pedro Santos has been pretty darn good at left back. So uh, that certainly hasn't been as big of a concern with Valenzuela out as it had been previously. Kyle, what's what's a bigger road game at Philly? At Austin or at Cincinnati, and the, the, those are three of the next four games. I think for the team, uh, it's, bar it's, real question. Yeah. Here. I got you with <laughs> no, for the look. team. Yeah, no, but I think for the team, it's Philly because I think you you can kind of judge where you are. And then I think for the fans, I mean, I think fans are just drooling for the opportunity to to just crush Austin, you know. And and I think that this is going to be an, another new rivalry that the fans are just going to absolutely love. And you know, I, I think fans out of out of all the games, I think they just want to see them crush Austin. Oh yeah, evisceration is a is a, is a, is the preferable option. Jacob, uh, New England uh, astride the Eastern Conference, atop the Eastern Conference, um, with uh, twenty points in nine games played. Uh, Orlando eighteen, Philly fifteen, Columbus fourteen. Uh, Columbus on the come. They have one of those green arrow up. If you're looking at any of the power rankings, you want to. Jacob, New England's. Um, the best team in the East, arguably um, the second best team in the league after Seattle. How do you see that right now? And Kyle, weigh in if you if you wish to as well. I think that's absolutely right. Certainly nobody is going to criticize the crew for sandbagging their first opponent for the uh, the, the first game at the new stadium. But uh, that that game by no means will be a, a, a walk in the park or, or a victory that certainly it's one of the top teams in an MLS cup contender. All right. Well, Jacob, is there anything else you want to add now? Uh, we should say that you have a chat coming up, Jacob first. 
Yeah, on Thursday at noon on the dispatch site, uh, I, I will put the link in the Facebook group and uh, follow me on Twitter at underscore JC Myers. I'll put it there as well. It should be under the crew subsection on the website. Just a live Q&A probably for about an hour. Come hang out, ask questions. I'll do my best to answer the ones that don't pertain to uh, roast beef consumption and we'll have a good time. We should add that although Kyle keeps taking important weekends off, the photography department and and uh, and, and and the editorial department, which you might say is, is Jacob in this case. Uh, oh, you too, Mike. We, we put together, we're in the process of putting together a uh, a section, a special section on, on the closing of the old crew stadium and mostly on the opening of the new crew stadium. That's going to run on, uh, when's that running, Jacob? July 2nd. So yeah, it's special section, a, a ton of stuff. There have been so many people putting long hours in there. Uh, please, please pick it up because we're trying to document this historic well, moment it's, in it, the city's history. It's a keepsake. It might be, it's probably something you want to have or frame or pass down. You know, I'm going to keep one. Um, you can warm up for that. Uh, I wrote a story, basically a uh, history of the old parking lot, which uh, will be left by the way as as uh, as the team moves into a more urban environment, uh, more downtown environment. Uh, and there's where they had one 79 acre parking lot. Now there'll be 79 one acre parking lot. So uh, <laughs> so that that story has been posted at dispatch.com where you find all of Jacob's fine work Um uh, it's it's a long read on the parking lot at the on the, on the fairgrounds and uh, filled with photos that will run on Sunday mo- with Sunday morning's paper. So you can look out for that too. Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, Jacob, I always miss something, and and you're always quite critical. Well, so. you co- you covered some important stuff there. I, I'll just put a couple, uh, I guess, items on people to look out for. The media will get a kind of a semi-tour of the new stadium on on Friday. So look out for maybe some images from inside the stadium then. Uh, There's a watch party at the new stadium's plaza for the Austin game. Uh, I I don't know if they've sold out tickets for that yet or have or the clubs just reach out to people, but maybe there's some interest there and you could still attend that cruise opening training session slash scrimmage at the new stadium uh, is on the 30th. We'll be there. The Nordec has their first event in the new stadium on the 1st. Um, I think on the 29th, the ribbon-cutting ceremony, the media is going to get a full tour that morning. So just some things to keep an eye on, either content on Dispatch.com or uh, follow us on various social media channels. I highly recommend walking down there. Kyle, when's the last time you walked down the boulevard there to have a peek? Uh, it was a couple months ago, but the last actual tour was with uh, Jacob a while back ago. So I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, the Friday media unveiling. So, well, there you have it. Um, Kyle's recovered from from uh, his bachelor party. Uh, he's paid his respects to historic Crew Stadium the only way he knew how by driving home from Raleigh. Yeah. Um, Jacob has been all over everything. Check out his stuff at Dispatch.com. Of course, our producer Patrick Flaherty, who made us come into the office today to work <laughs> in the studio and basically screwed up the entire board. And so now we're doing this on teams. It's It's been a joyous morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike A. Race. We're Jacob Myers and Kyle Robertson. Patrick, kick us out of here.